Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark movies. <laughs> and I'm Brennan Elliott, and I'm in a lot of Hallmark movies. And, and this, this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. It is a good day to oh. be alive. It is a good day to be a, a, a Hallmarky. It is a good to be, day to be a double decker, a deckies, all, all the things, things. Um, uh, even a postable. From even what a, I understand, even a postable. A good day to be a, what about a chessy? Even a, a chessy. Even a even a all the all the things. Um, because do you know why it is so good? That it's we, a big day. It is a really big. We day. got Brennan Elliott. We got Brennan. Brennan Elliott. I mean, <laughs> Brennan's with us. This we guy. got some hockey fans in the house. That's not I, actually. I am. A I'm a huge hockey, hockey fan. fan. Pittsburgh yeah. Penguins, man. That's right. Oh, go Penguins! Who's your Who's your team? Uh, when I was a kid, I was a big Hartford Whaler fan, mm. and then obviously they 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 branched out and went to Carolina. But I, I think I'm a Ranger fan more now. I, I love watching the Rangers play. I was, they were my second favorite team. No. Um, so yeah, but I love. I mean, the Kings aren't very good this year, but you know, I just love watching it and. Now, Brennan, you know we're like about an hour and a half from the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, we don't, none of us are huge like Carolina Hurricanes fan, but like the the Hartford Whalers loss was our game down here. I know. We're in South Carolina. We're down here. Yeah. Whenever you want to take in a a Carolina Hurricanes game, you you, you let us know. Absolutely. We'll be there for you. And I'll tell you, guys, they're really strong this year. If you do, yes, they are. You know, if you do follow hockey, they are a very fun game to watch. They're tough, they're big, they're fast. So, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. So I want to just go just completely sideways and do just a hockey podcast with Brennan <laughs> Elliott. I think that would be a riot. And we never we don't talk about Unreal. We don't talk about any Lacey Chabert. We nope. just do a hockey podcast, and all the Hallmarkies tune in, and they're like, <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, they're we, like, what? We talked about like puck percentage and icing calls for thirty minutes. <laughs> where do yeah. you th- where do you think the game can improve? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk well, this, about this. Is we're going sideways now. Uh, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't take very long at all. No. Uh, Brendan, it's really great to talk to you, and it's really great to have you on this show. Um, just maybe you can just uh, before we dive into to Hallmark and all that stuff, uh, tell us. Uh, let's let's do three fun facts about Brendan Elliott. Three fun facts about Brendan Elliott. Um, when I I uh, I was born in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So nice. I'm I'm from. Uh, from the the Great White North, um, I don't know why this popped in my head, but um, my I had a brother and my mom, my, my brother and my dad and I, stepdad and my brother and I, we all went to to I went to school and he went to work all at the same time. So mom would make our lunches and she'd put a big D, a big C for my brother Clinton, and then a big B, and that's been my nickname since I was in grade five. Big B, um, big B is my nickname. I like it. I love it. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, got two beautiful kids and a wife and. Uh, just living the dream. Fantastic. Yeah, just very, very it's happy. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I got now, nothing to complain about. Brennan, you were on Hallmark consistently, and you're on there a lot with Lacey Chabert. We'll get to that in a little bit. But you sure. also have a chance to, to stretch out, do some other stuff. You're on Unreal, uh, yep. which is a different show with a different environment. Like, And you've had a chance to play some smarmy bad guys and some really good guys. Like, <laughs> What's more fun for you? Like, Just be honest. Like, What's more fun to, to play? You know, I, I get asked that quite a bit. I don't, you know, every role's different, right? I mean, every project's different. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, uh, the, you know, being the bad guy, you can kind of, you know, you're, you're enabled to take some risks maybe that you can't take 
on uh, you know playing a romantic lead or whatever. But I mean, I love the romantic leads. I love I love humor. I love comedy. I really enjoy uh, the comedy element of it. I mean, obviously, Unreal um, was a very different experience. Uh, no matter what network you've worked for, and I've been lucky enough to be a leading man, but also to be a character actor and play a lot of different roles. So I, I really, you know, I have some roles that I had a lot of fun playing. Um, I mean, a Warren Saget on on my first. Hallmark series, Cedar Cove, was a blast. Um, and, you know, Graham on Unreal was a lot of fun. Um, but then, obviously, the All in My Heart franchise, playing playing the lovable uh, Brian Howell was fun, too. So I really don't really judge any character. I just kind of, you know, look at it as its own person, and uh, and some are harder than others. Yeah. So you know? is it a lot different uh, being in a Hallmark movie versus being in one of their TV series, or is there a big difference there in any way? In terms of filming, just anything? I don't think so. I mean, I I had done one movie called The Nanny Express, and then I went off and did um, Cedar Cove a few years later. And obviously, in TV, you, you're you're moving at a quicker pace. You've got you know your six seven days to shoot an episode. There's lots of different sub stories and storylines going on. Yeah. It's a little quicker pace the filming. But then again, with these movies, I mean, you know how Hallmark they got mm-hmm. it down to a science. I mean, they're shooting so many. You know, I think they're doing 395 Christmas movies this year. I'm kidding. But, you know, they, they, they don't, don't tell me that. Don't, 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 don't do it. <laughs> we got to watch every single one of them, man. Come on. Know, I, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I don't think there's really a difference. I mean, it's it's you still got you know crew and you still have a director and, and scripts and you still got to go out and create something. And one's one hour uh, genre and one's a two hour. And and um, I didn't really feel it was anything that, that different, really. Hmm. When you were working on Curse of Chucky, did you think this is the Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I think I, I think I got into the top five best Chucky kills, which is I'm going to put that on my man. Wow. I love that. But, um, you know, it's funny. I um, Growing up, I mean, I was obviously a, a Chucky fan and loved the first few movies. And then I thought nothing of it. And I remember I, I got an audition for that to meet the director. And I remember going into the room and I had to play the death scene or something, which was very, very interesting. Anyway, I ended up getting the role. And I remember getting to set, and it was in Winnipeg at like minus 72 degrees or something. Good gosh. It was so cold. And I remember getting on set, and they're dolls. I mean, look, Chucky's the star. So you got these dolls, and they're like a quarter million dollars to make these like, you know, little two and a half foot thing. And it's moving around. It's got all these doll, you know, they're all working. I'm sitting there, and we're like two hours behind, and I'm just kind of sitting there going, oh, we're going all the way with this. (laughs) (laughs) And then... um, yeah, and then the first scene was me laying on the couch looking over, and he's he's supposed to be there, and he's not there. And I just kind of thought, I'm in a movie with a doll. <laughs> with a doll. And the doll's about a foot and a half, and it just kicks the crap out of all of us. <laughs> That's uh, fantastic. I love so, it. I don't know about Oscar, but I'll tell you, my nieces and nephews and, 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 and friends of friends and their kids, they all – that's one of the first ones they say. You know, They haven't matured enough or grown up enough to watch some of the other stuff. But they're like, you were the guy that got your head cut in half. <laughs> so all that theater training went into that. I love it. That's nailed it. Uh, so I, at this point, you're such a hallmark staple that I'm sure there's no, you know, it's just an offer for you at this point. Like, do you ever get get roles that you're offered, like that you turn down, or do you turn like how often do you turn down hallmark, or do you just? Like, I usually never. I, I won't usually turn them down unless there's a schedule conflict or there's just too. They're just that good much. to work for. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, they are, and I'm sure you've heard this from other actors. Everybody. But I mean, you know, everybody. I mean, look, they are just, you know, Michelle Vickery and Randy Pope and Bill Abbott and all the people that are at the powers of be. I mean, 
down to, to you know Penny Perry and casting and, and everybody that works for them, whether it's a director, and even a lot of the other actors and actresses you meet at the TCAs or some of these events, you just feel like it's just a really good group of people that that care about their their talent and 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 look, they got their slate of movies they've got. They got to pump these things out in 15 days, and there's a lot of stress to make quality work. And and there's a there's a there's a fervent audience out there, and the fan base is is uh, so devoted and and. They take pride in, in, in quality entertainment for family family viewing, and I, uh, you know, I have kids, I have a family, and I have a lot of respect for what they do and a lot of appreciation, and and uh, and they're just they're fantastic, and they've been good to me. And so whenever I get, you know, I told this to Michelle Vickery a couple weeks ago. Whenever I hear you guys calling, I always, you know, I always try to give it my best, regardless of whether or not the story works or it's not, or you know, whatever happens in the in the can, whatever we get, get a chance to see, is uh, there's a lot of elements that are going to making a good movie work. But I just I always try to just give it that little extra because they're really really good people and they're they're good to work for. Mm. Yeah, take us uh, take us back. Maybe you've been doing you've quite a few movies, TV shows, all that stuff. Take us back to the beginning of when your relationship with Hallmark started, um, and and how that's kind of snowballed into you kind of being a regular uh, a regular guy. Yeah, I, I, the first thing I ever did for them was the thing called it was a movie called The Nanny Express with Vanessa Marcel. She was Classic. in general. That is oh. quite the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it, you know, based on the uh, the, the nanny with the, the the husband and the nanny and the thirty four kids or something. I can't remember the exactly the Christmas a Christmas. I can't remember the name of the movie back in the seventies or sixties or Take whatever. Word for you. Anyway, um, and I never really got you know I got the movie and I, we, were, we were on set in three days and I was going oh okay, and then I realized I was in every scene with her and it was just it was a lot of work in the time frame we had and Bradford May directed it who's. Um, you know, shout out to him. He was a great guy. And, and I just had a, it was just a supportive familial environment where we're really encouraged to just keep trying to make do the best we could. And it turned out great. It was a very, very big hit at the time. And I remember just having a lot of fun with it. And, and I was before I had married my wife and I remember telling her one day, I said, I just, these guys are a lot of fun to work for and they really go fast. And it's, it's, you know, you might get a couple of takes, but if they get a chance to work. I'll, 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 I'll never say no. And then a buddy of mine was producing a movie uh, called, Kiss at Pine Lake, which was kind of more of an acquisition project where Hallmark will have other producers make movies and maybe they will sell and they'll sell yeah. them to Hallmark and Hallmark will either purchase them or what have you. Sure. And that was, that was with Barry Watson and, and it was a lot of fun. And him and I, he was doing a series called Cedar Cove and he'd asked me to do a couple of episodes playing this kind of twisted and charmingly smarmy real estate developer named Warren Sagan, who was kind of going to be the antagonist to, to Andy McDowell. And, and I read the pilot, and I thought, "Oh, this would be a lot of fun." And and I'd had another opportunity to do a, another show, a feature film, and I thought, "Well, I'll do two, and I'll be out, and okay, I'll go off and do the film, and that it'll just be another day in the the life of an actor." Mm-hmm. And I was on the thing for for till the end for three seasons. They just kept bringing me back and back and back, and <laughs> developing him a little more, and and uh, that kind of got me involved with kind of realizing the audience and <laughs> how they're they're fervent fans and, yeah. and amazing, and and then. Uh, they, I think the next movie, oh, the yeah, the very first movie was All in My Heart, the first one. And I uh, asked if I would do it um, with Lacey Chabert, who I never, never met, didn't know, obviously was wow. aware of. And we got on set, and I remember we were at the hotel, and I, I think I, we just checked in, and she was downstairs, and I was coming downstairs, and I bumped into her, and we had a little chat, and we t- chatted for 20 minutes, and I just felt like we just got along great, and we were having a lot of fun, and you know, the rest is history. So, so what's your favorite? Lacey Chabert uh, collab that you've done? Like most memorable, favorite, or the one that you just think stands out that you're the most proud of? Whatever you want to... Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, you guys know this better, probably better than I do. I mean, you know, to make a really good movie, you got to have 
a great script, a great crew. The director's got to be, you know, there's a lot of elements to go into making something that's, that's, that's common fare or that's really step above everything else. And, and we had Peter DeLuise directing. We had Michael Ogans, who's passed away. and was a very good friend of mine, our executive producer. He used to run MGM and he was a very, very smart producer. And we had a great script. And so I think the very first all in my heart, just because obviously that was the first time I had worked with Lacey. And since then we've become very, very good friends. Um, was, and here's a, this is a very funny story. That was my first one with her. And I love that one, obviously. And then we executive produced the third one, All in My Heart, The Wedding, which was special. But within all of that, I did a movie called Christmas, um, the Mariah Carey movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's Wonderland or something like that. It's yeah, no, uh, a Christmas melody. Christmas melody. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to forget it to, to really just forget it. No, um, I, um, I remember the very, very first day we filmed. And, and Mariah Carey has her own world. I mean, she's a lovely, lovely lady. And I remember the first day I got on there and I just finished working with Lacey and I thought, Oh, this is the second one. Okay, I'll work with Lacey. I think this is great. Let's go do it. And we're in Cincinnati. And I remember we get on set and Mariah Carey wasn't there. She, we knew she was coming in on a plane or a private jet. She was doing music with Justin Bieber or something, some crazy thing outside of my consciousness. As classic, you do. Classic mm-hmm. Biebs. You know, classic Biebs. And I thought, okay. And I remember the very first day of shooting, we had one of our producers who's you know obviously not a director or an actor. He's you know, might, might even been one of the financial liaisons between the network he goes all right so we establish we got to block the scene guys we can't wait for her she'll be here let's block the scene and get something in the can i said absolutely and he goes have we established this chair (laughs) and everybody looks at him like because i guess we're sitting on chairs at a table or something and i just looked and i went wow okay this is going to be different and and it was a lot of fun but it was just it was (laughs) that's the great thing about hallmark movies is that every movie is it's just a different experience it's not like some shows, you know, what you're going to get into it's, and it's in a good way. And I actually really enjoy the excitement of something different all the time. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's been great. And Lacey and I are good friends. I mean, this, we've done five and yeah. she, you guys have, if you guys obviously had her on or haven't had her on yet, we haven't or, had her on yet, but we, listen, Hey, can you get, can you, you ask her? We have, I heard, you know, her some, like, <laughs> yeah, I met her a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe have an in for us. Yeah. Oh, I'll definitely tell her. For I love sure. it. No, she's, she's lovely, dude. She's, She's just a really, really good person, and and uh, and we kind of come at the work the same way. We don't, we're not really, we don't have an ego of trying to get it right. We just kind of try things. And we collaborate. Awesome. We're big on collaborating, and 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 the fact that our stuff has, has radiated with the fans is just it's yeah. very special. So, not every actor and actress get to work together that many times. Like that's a pretty special thing. So, what sure. is it like one to do that, but two? To you've done a, a few different projects now, not the same characters. So how how no. do you uh, mix it up? Like it so it's not the same thing. It's not it's not the characters from the the last movie. We're we're doing a new right. thing, and it's right. not just you and I. It's we're playing these characters. What is that like for I think, you? Guys? I think the good thing about it is it's it's that in itself. I mean, we went from this kind of romantic comedy um, um, trilogy of these three movies, which was fun and upbeat and familial and has had lots of comedy and it's just the relationship and how it develops. Um, so trying to parallel real life and, you know, moving in together and all these different things. And the mystery series, Crossword Mysteries, which I'm sure we'll touch base on a little bit here, um, is more, uh, more uh, of a mystery show. There's a little more uh, serious undertones, got some action, um, and they're very different characters. And yes, we were worried, are the fans going to be like, well, who are these guys? We want our, you know, Jenny and Brian, but the fans have totally bought it. Cause Lacey and I really worked hard to try to make sure that yes, they're different people, but we, you know, the chemistry is obviously going to be there. We get along, but we really wanted to make them different people. We didn't want him. We didn't want the audience thinking it was Jenny and Brian or Brian, you know, it, it, you know, with a, 
with a badge and a gun and you know what I mean? And yeah. a so crossword. We, we, we're getting more of these crossword mysteries, right? Like we're just not. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so we're three more in June and July. So we're going to go back to back, do three more. How many more times long. are we supposed to believe that someone's going to put the details of a murder in a crossword puzzle before they start <laughs> to go, wait a minute, I'm getting caught a bunch <laughs> by the same yeah. two jokers. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, that's one of the things that we're taking our time with, obviously. Um, trying to make sure that it's more about obviously us solving the case as opposed to just the, but I mean, we also wanted to have a show where the audience was interactive and our first show did very, very well because the audience was trying to solve the crossword while the case, you know, was, was going on. And while we were searching for, you know, salt, trying to solve the case, um, we're all, you know, I'm I'm not going to disclose too much, but we're going to try to see how we can obviously make it still keep it fresh and different and keep it about keep crosswords involved without it being the same criminal team with the same crimes and the same crosswords and stuff, which I, I totally agree with you, I think might be a, might be a mistake down the road. So I think that they're trying to be smart with it. And, and I've read a draft, um, which is going through some changes of the second script, and it's, it's, it's very different than the first one. So, um, yeah, I mean, it won't, be the, it won't be what you're worried about go down that, that road, but we're, uh, we're excited that the fans are – they really loved it, so – um, we're trying to listen to what some of their notes do. And that's the great thing about Hallmark fans. They'll tell you what they like and don't like. Yeah, they will. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you go about preparing for your role as Detective O'Connor? Like, did you, did you, was it more than just, you know, just trying to learn the lines? Did you try to get into more of a mindset being a detective? Did you go for a ride along? Did you, did you go <laughs> did. method? Yeah, he went for a ride along. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> uh, I have a, I have a tendency to, you know, like, I mean, it's just when you're acting, you try to do, I mean, look, we don't get much time to prep. For anything in this business and if you do get a week or so and you have some time and you can do it then it's not going to be a waste of time but I have a Sergeant Newton who is the head uh, he's the captain over the Glendale Police Department here um, I had a kind of an in with him and he brought me over and we had lunch and we went out drive along we didn't really see anything but he showed me some locations where things happened and cool. took me into some jail cells and we just went through their daily routine and and he showed told, told me some documentaries and shows to watch that are really like what it is and hmm. uh, because you know I never played a detective before, and a detective, there's a rule, you know, your whole thing is trying to piece the puzzle together and solve the crime, and that's very different than Brian or anything else I've done on the network, so I found that really interesting, and so I wanted to research their lives, and there's a lot that goes into it to make, you know, I've seen so many cop shows where I just, you know, you never buy them. (laughs) As cops or detectives, you're like, okay, I'm not buying this, this guy looks like he's, you know, coming off the runway, and he's just like, so where were you last night? You know? (laughs) And, and he takes and, his and glasses guy, off and has a pun yeah, to say. Exactly. Um, and he told me, he said, just please do me a favor and don't do that. <laughs> you, know, he's, you know, we're serious about our job and we're human, but, you know, we don't have all the answers and we're trying to, you know, people, when people are murdered, we're trying to solve a crime. And so you take that and then obviously balance it out with the brand of Hallmark and try to keep it light and fun. And because mm. and, and, that's one thing I always tell actors that, that do get into the family and get a job with the, with the network is it's, it's the best job in the world, but at the same time, you want to make it real, but you got to understand you can't like make out with a girl the same way you would if you were on like HBO. Yeah. You're going you know, yeah. right. to have to bring all that emotion to it in a way that's presentable for family friendly entertainment. And that's kind of can be difficult uh, to do. And, and a lot of the actors that are on there that you guys have either interviewed or have seen on many, many movies do it very well. Yeah. Uh, so Brennan, full disclosure, I'd never seen a Hallmark movie before we decided to watch all 38 over the holidays. And so we started this whole thing last year. I'd never seen one. Um, these guys both know they give me a hard time because I'm a little bit of a film snob. And uh, yeah. 
and I and so like I've gotten used to the beats of Hallmark movies. This was my first mystery, and so um, I know exactly what to expect from a Hallmark movie. But this one, the two leads didn't kiss at the end, and. I want to know, A, is that just a tradition for the mysteries, or is that a, we know we're doing three or four more of these, let's let this relationship build uh, and, and, and not give them the familiarity of what they come to for every other Hallmark movie? Yeah, I, you're bang on. I mean, they came to us. The, the, the goal is obviously, much like Garage Sale or, or Science of the Delivered, is to do four or five a year, four or five years, you know, to do 20 movies and make it kind of like a, a series of two or three or four a year a year. Mm. So if you're kissing in movie one, the romance has got to go someplace from there. And, mm. you know, in the third movie, what's, you know, you're in bed. I mean, I don't know where you go from, you know, so you try to, I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's definitely um, something that, that's within the brand. I think that you try to stretch out and lead the audience along this journey. And the kiss is some somewhat climactic at the end of this romantic journey. And in the movies, it happens, obviously, sometimes a little earlier than others. And obviously like with flower shot mysteries, the Brooke Shields, we we kissed, uh, we were about to kiss, I think, and then it didn't happen, and it, the audience wants more. So that leads to the next movie. Maybe they'll kiss him. And you just kind of stretch out that romance, and it's just something that that is, I think, um, a staple, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah. I like it. So, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah. We, we do a thing here on the show, a segment called What the Hallmark, where we uh, we have some questions about the movie. Uh, maybe something that happened off off the off the camera or whatever behind the scenes, or like that maybe would, they right. just didn't, it didn't maybe, make it. Maybe they just, yeah, something that would help give some clarity to some things. And so, if it's okay, sure. we're going to ask you these questions. And as the guy who embodied uh, Logan O'Connor, Logan O'Connor, I think that's his I don't name. know what his last name. The guy <laughs> Logan who O'Connor, very wow. good, very good. The guy who I also went him. on a ride along to get ready for this podcast. Oh wow, yeah. what was it like? Yeah. I actually was arrested. You I'll, to- I'll tell you about that later, <laughs> some other time. Sorry. Um, so, okay, I I, th- I think that I got this man, but maybe may- maybe I'm missing something. The over like the the entire uh, crossword uh, department of this here newspaper. Yeah. I I don't fully understand how um, murderer homeboy um, got his clues. Into like how did like how did it happen? Like I, I I'm still a little bit foggy on the details about how the clues of where the things are going to happen ended up into thing and stuff. Does that make sense? Well, it does. Okay. And one of the one of the kind of brilliant and safe things for me is Logan has no idea either. Okay. So <laughs> so the whole movie, I'm like crossword moron and kind of don't see it but she has an asset and obviously we work together i think you know to put it in its kind of simplest terms is i think that he the obviously um pierre was putting in clues in the crosswords for his henchmen and people he worked with these were the clues for those specific people they could they understood what that clue was yeah, where somebody else might not get it so, so so did he does does he need to write an entire crossword and then submit it to yeah. Okay. And so then that, then she takes it and she prints it. Exactly. Unknowingly. Yeah. And, or she edits it too and she looks it over and sees what's worked, but she usually prints it. And in the very beginning, the guy that was at the gallery was trying to fill one of those out. And that's what starts then with this crossword puzzle. Now, obviously in our subsequent movies, I think that the crossword will be an element. Um, you know, it, it's a solving the clues, solving the case. There's a lot of metaphors here in regards to crossword, I don't think it's going to be, here's a crossword, let's solve it and solve the case, sure. every every movie. So we're going to be taking some liberties with that. But 
um, when I was pitched it, I thought it was a very interesting idea and it was more interactive for the fans. You know, these shows you have, you know, the team solves a crime and then they're, they're great. And flower shop was like that and everything else. But this has an, an added element of interactiveness with the yeah. audience. Which I, I, found I actually, I did really like it. I was just, there was a, there was a part of me that couldn't quite get my mind yeah. around how it mm. all came yeah. out. Yeah. But then <laughs> and, I still, you, you and I, and I still don't know. You did, you did yeah. great okay. though, man. You did great. <laughs> So there's this couple called Elizabeth and Alexander, and we find out that they are in uh, witness protection. What did they do in order to get into witness protection? And I know you have the inside scoop. I know you do. Gosh. I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I think it was Sudoku related. (laughs) The what? I think it was Sudoku related. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, they, they robbed the convenience store and used Sudoku and got caught. <laughs> they had to, happens like, every time. Yeah, mm. you know the. Kind. I can't remember. There was so that's the thing that was so. Con- I mean, look, it was our first. It is the first movie of the franchise, and we're and it, much like. Um, I don't want to go by Flower Shop because Brooke and I talked about it. You're feeling it out. It's the pilot. You're trying to figure out all the answers. Yeah. Find out what works and what the audience, you know, and and. You know, it's amazing how smart the Hallmark audience is because they all got it and understood this. And sometimes I'm, you know, we're prepping the movie and we're in scenes and I'm going, I'm confused. Like, what's happening? <laughs> but the director said, he goes, that's that's good. I want that because you're trying to pe- – whenever I'm confused as the actor in a scene, I'm like, what's going on here? And she has the answers. That's kind of the relationship mm. that kind of is tongue-in-cheek and heart-to-heart and kind of funny. And so I try to allow myself not to have all the answers as to what's going on but to try to p- put the pieces together as I went along. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there was times when I was very, you're, you're Elizabeth and War- what are you guys doing here? <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 of course, yeah, of course. You did the thing yeah. that we don't know. So I'm, I got, Brennan, I'm just like, I don't know what to do because I'm just very confused about this crossword tournament. Mm, um, yeah. Not yeah. only like how you get invited to said <laughs> tournaments, also what you do while you're there. Like, is it number of crossword clues answered in a certain amount of time? What yeah, do, it's legit. It's legit. What, I mean, what, they have, every year they have the, I think it's the the American Crossword Championships or International. Wow. I don't know. You go on YouTube and you look when I got this, I looked it up. I didn't know who Will Shorts was. Yeah. And now I obviously now I do, but at the time I knew crosswords. I didn't know he invented them and he went and did his degree in admonology and I was just like, this is like a whole subculture that I I mean it's it's something that I am not privy to at all. And would fail miserably if I was in one of those tournaments. But I remember watching one on YouTube and it's full on intense. Like this is not a game. Like these people come from all over the world. They sit in here for like three or four days. And they get weeded out by who, and you've got to solve the puzzle in like wow. five minutes, six minutes. And these people are geniuses, you know. So um, answer me this then: Why are they all playing ping pong at one point in this film? Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want it, like, is that Will Shorts? Did he write about the ping That's pong? That's classic well? Will Shorts, man. <laughs> Will Shorts has been playing ping pong every day for twelve years. Seriously? Yeah, that's wow. his passion. No way. He's a ping pong. I swear. He's a ping pong aficionado. Like he's obs- that's his thing. Wow. And so we thought we need a seat. I mean, he's it's his idea, and it's he's you know 
the creator of the crosswords and he's our executive one of our other executive producers and so to pay homage to him almost like an alfred hitchcock moment i said to the director said you know we we got to write a scene where maybe we bring him in and he's playing ping pong and he's just a guy playing ping pong like people go play chess that's and, fantastic and the writers the writers went and took it and i didn't think it was going to go anywhere and then they they came to us and what i put out this idea and i thought whatever anyway i, I remember that day vividly because it was so loud outside because <laughs> people were stopping because you'd be surprised how many people know who this guy is like you know that's awesome wow Crossword junkies. That was a better answer than I could have possibly no. imagined for that question. That was fantastic. Yeah. And we did it. the whole we did the whole thing. And I I think I have a line where I I did we did the script and I had one line where I said, Oh, I don't know, give him his ping pong ball back. Because I in the whole scene I was sitting going, This is surreal. Like we're, <laughs> I'm doing a scene with Will Shirts playing ping pong <laughs> while we're trying to solve a crime, and there's about four hundred people all over the age of about thirty to like a hundred. Who are sitting there looking like they just saw the Beatles? That's I mean, it was, that's awesome. It was wild. I love he it. was lovely, lovely man, and and just when you meet people that are real geniuses, and you know you're not, <laughs> uh, you kind of just they're not they're on different planes, just different yeah. worlds. Wow. So yeah. you like kind of like right now, like with us, like, <laughs> you get, uh, yeah, you got you, you understand. Exactly. What we're going I'm just for. Trying, I'm just sweating and hoping I can just hold on here until this. Dude, you're doing great. And you're you're almost done. <laughs> yeah. almost done. All you have really is the lightning rapid fire. We have the rapid fire. Yeah. So we always like to end this with a rapid fire round. We ask three random questions. Each we, of go, us do, we, yeah. we go around. Oh, a we're done already. I'm having so much fun, guys. Okay. Well, here's uh, the thing: is you are welcome. You are welcome to come back anytime, man. You have been just awesome. Like, you're, you're <laughs> you guys. A lot of fun, and people speak highly of your show, and so I, I was really honored to be on it. So well, thanks thank for having me. Appreciate it. So uh, we do a rapid fire. We're each going to ask you a random question, um, and you're going to answer it as fast as you can. You got it. First thing that, come, first thing that comes to mind, just answer. Right? Got it. That's exactly yeah. right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you had to eat any candy for the rest of your life, which candy would it be? A score bar. Dream car. A Bentley Spider. Guilty pleasure TV show. Uh, uh, pardon the interruption. Oh, okay. Uh, worst first date. <laughs> worst first date? Yeah. Which one? No. <laughs> um, worst first date. Oh, um, I, I dated a girl when I was in theater school, and she was a vegan, and we were out drinking, and we went to Denny's <laughs> to get food. Yeah, you know where all the vegans go. That's on you, buddy. <laughs> I ordered, like, some sloppy, like, cheese chicken sandwich with fries because I was just like I need to eat something or I'm gonna like you know bring something up and she ordered tomato soup and she asked the waiter and I kid you not is this strained tomatoes or is it tomatoes with chicken stock and I looked at her and I said at four in the morning you're seriously thinking about that when you're pissed drunk <laughs> she looked at me and she goes this isn't gonna work <laughs> that was more than and we she, bargained she for she literally got life. up and left oh. <laughs> but even the, it, what's even weirder is she looked like Cindy Lauper she had different colored hair okay. and, and I thought mm, it, they wouldn't have gone that far probably for me anyway yeah. <laughs> I was so hungry I didn't care I wasn't leaving that sandwich <laughs> I mean, moons, you should have ordered the moons over my hand the moons over my really hand like you know what that's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The moon's over my head. It's been hand making hand. vegans angry for days, have, man. For years. Ordered, for years. I have ordered that time after time. I love it's, it. It's a, it's a classic. It's a Cindy mm. Lauper reference. I did it. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Time after time, you did it. <laughs> I did it. That's right. Well, you really you bring it together. I you are it home. You're next level yeah, smart. Yeah, go ahead. Next one. Favorite yeah. restaurant to eat at? I'm sorry. Favorite restaurant to eat at? Yep. Um... Well, it depends. If I want to go out and have a nice dinner, I probably would. Right now, I like to go to um, to Morton's. I like a, a good steak once yeah. in a while. 
But if I'm just trying to eat something really clean and healthy and quick, I'll hit a Subway and have a veggie sub, no problem. Oh, I hate Any that answer. <laughs> I know. Bad. Yeah. I, probably because I just had one today. But, but um, yeah, I mean, God, my wife would know. What's my favorite restaurant? Morton's is a great answer. I've always wanted to go. Morton's probably my favorite because yeah. I go there quite a bit, and, 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 I, and they have good steak and lobster and stuff. I like it. Favorite movie of all time? Wow. The Godfather. Nice. Oh. When you were in school, did you ever get in trouble for something you didn't do? I got in trouble for everything uh, that I didn't do. Yeah, when the teacher was just wrong and she refused Your to reputation say... reputation proceeded yeah, she refused to, like, realize okay. that she was wrong. Yep. Okay, this is going <laughs> to... It's going to make me look bad, but... I had, a, I had a guy friend of mine I used to hang out with in high school named Sean Skolinski. Like, all the guys wanted to be him and girls wanted to date him. He was one of the... These really handsome, cool jock type guys, and I was drama, music nerd, whatever. So him and I were hanging out, and he got on one of the public phones in the school, and he dialed nine. He dialed nine one one, and then the, the person answered, and he said, "Someone's dead here," and he hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then, he pre- and then he proceeded to get into his car and leave because he was the only one of our friends who had a car, and I was left there going, "Okay, whatever." So I walked back to get my bag, and within. Two minutes. I mean, quicker than pizza gets here, door. There's three cops at our school, and I'm in Chad, Chad Hill was one of our other buddies. And they blamed me. Oh. I had to write a letter to the, the mayor. I had to write a letter to uh, to nine one one caller apologizing. I was expelled for two days, and wow. I remember telling the teacher and the dean. I said, "Look, I didn't do this. I didn't do this." And I was so distraught over it. And they were like, "Go expel me for the year. Like, you don't mess around with people dying." So the next day, I, or the, when I came back two, two, three days, and I got into school, I got into my class, and Sean Skolinski stood up and went, "That's <laughs> great!" Class just started clapping. That's <laughs> fantastic. The team, yeah. the team. Yeah, you did. But where's Sean Skolinski now? My dad hit me with a belt in my backside because he was so disappointed. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I got blamed for that, and I didn't do anything. Man, mm-hmm. I think we have another podcast to do, and it's just Britton Elliott tells yeah. us stories about his childhood. I love it because where, it's phenomenal. Where is Sean now? Where's Sean Skolinski doing now? Um, last time I heard, he was running a blockbuster video in England. <laughs> <laughs> Be kind. Took one for the wife, team. His wife's like 35 years older than him, and he's probably miserable because their stock went down, and there's no more blockbusters. So I don't know where they're going. <laughs> yeah. Call, somebody called 911 on Sean's career. <laughs> Got him. You know what I should? Yeah. I think I might want to send him a few of my movies I've done and said, hey, I still didn't make that 911 phone call. How's life? <laughs> I love That's it. Terrible. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> what's the best vacation you've ever been on? Oh. Um, the best vacation I've ever been on, I went to uh, to Can- Cancun on, on Zul a couple years ago with my wife and my two children. And we had this really nice place at a, a pool that went in. And on the other, when you, you dive in the pool in the morning, you get up and the, the bars, it's like a cocktail the movie. Mm, the, the one awesome. of those swim up bars. Oh. And it was just, it was just, you know, it was just a rad, rad time. That's the, that was the first one. And then a lot, the, the close seconds, Costa Rica. I went mm, surfing in Tempranillo and that was, that was, I was kicking and screaming the whole way with her. I was like, I, before my kids were born, I'm like, Costa Rica, they don't even have an army. Like this is, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she, and so we get there and right off the plane, we get there, it's like two hour drive. And we were at the hotel and I remember this one kid sold me, wanted to sell me a chicken for a dollar. No, for 10 cents. And I gave him an American dollar and he started weeping. Oh, wow. wow. Like that was like his, sa- that was like more money he's seen all year yeah. or something. It was just, and I just, it just, I had, you know, massage on the beach. The people were great. The surfing and the food. 
I never seen more, so many restaurants without roofs. I mean, it was just a different mm. cultural experience, but it was the people were amazing. So those two trips were rad. Costa Rica is amazing. Yeah, I've been it is, guys. It's awesome. It's so Got fantastic. It. And it's and you know what? Like you could live there. Like it's cheap to live there. Oh yeah, like, dirt cheap. A lot of as a guy, one of the guys when we did all of my heart the wedding, he was one of our uh, focus pullers, and he lives there six months a year. Built a house. Wow. Wow. Loves it. Yeah, right. he lives on. So last question, I ask it to literally every guest. Uh, okay. I think I know your answer, but I have to ask anyway. You have two options, Brendan. You either can have in your career an iconic film role, like the net, like a role everyone will remember forever and ever, um, and you'll never have to work again in your life. Your family's taken care of because this role will keep coming up. It'll keep paying you in in residuals and royalties, and you will live on in film history forever. Or, but you never get to work again. You get the yeah. iconic role, but you never can work again. That's it. Or you are guaranteed steady work the next 20, 30 years uh, when, whenever you want it. Wh- which are you taking? Wow. <laughs> wow. I'd probably, um, I'd probably take the latter. I'd want to you know, work consistently for 20, 30 years, you know, trying to do the best work I can, make good movies, good TV shows, whatever, and, and do it that way. Um, but if I was to pick the first one, I, I I always had this fascination of doing Indiana Jones. Yeah, I Indiana. I thought. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? That would be unreal. Like if you were in. Come on, Brennan. You you don't get to do any more movies, but you're Indiana freaking Jones the rest of your life. Come Think on. about it. you know my you know my son who's six years old. You know he said to me the other day we're driving and we see the poster for Shazam. Uh huh. And he goes. Why aren't you playing that, Dad? <laughs> Sick burn, six-year-old. Mm. Yeah, that was after he basically turned off, you know, Christmas at Grand Valley. That's right. <laughs> oh, how was working with Jack Arnold? I know we've already done our bit, but Jack Arnold yeah. from the Wonder Years. I mean, that was that had to be great. Yeah, it was. I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, Matt Laurie was. I mean, it was. It was obviously a. Um, it was great cast and great people. Yeah. And, and I say that in uh, in in uh, in fun because it was such a fun experience the kids are great but yeah it was one of those things where i walked on set and i felt like i i wanted everybody to call me fred savage <laughs> that's right <laughs> because then i feel like we're just we're redoing wonder that's great i, yeah, I am uh starting a campaign where we get we get fred, fred and winnie uh, fred and winnie <laughs> doing a hallmark christmas movie that's really all that i need and that's uh that's well everything. you had it you had it this year what do you mean? Oh, because oh, no, no, i no, got no, it I'm, yeah her dad yeah 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 well we, yeah. we want the whole gang i back. want the whole the gang, whole gang. Yeah. I want yeah. to, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Dude, we, we got, we got to have you back on cause you got more stories to tell and we're having hey, a blast man, anytime, talking to you. Anytime guys. Anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're the best. All right, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right, buddy. Thanks. Mm, dude, that guy's great. Yeah. That was fun. Salt of the earth. <laughs>